to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, and gobble, gobble, friends. (laughs) I know that was weird, but I couldn't help myself. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) I'm Julie Graham. And you know what? Today, I'm thankful that we're recording this episode in your mountain house among the changing fall leaves with a little bit crisper temperatures. But really, I'm just looking forward to overeating heavily over Uh, the next few days. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm Darlene Brock. And I'm looking forward to my family descending on this mountain house and filling every single corner of it. And, you know, we always have a great time, but here's the best, well, not the best part. That makes That's me, okay. They yeah, won't hear it. They won't hear it. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. They both Just listen. one of the best parts <laughs> is that they cook most of the uh, Thanksgiving meal. I don't have to do a lot these days. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Hmm. Sweet potato casserole. Dude, I had a sweet potato casserole at that Moose Cafe that we went to when I first arrived, Uh and it was epic. I'm going to try to find it on Pinterest and make it. Probably because it was 50% brown sugar and butter. And then there was coconut. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was awesome. I actually was like, hmm, this makes me think of Whole30 with sweet potato and coconut, but let me tell you, it was not Whole30. (laughs) I am sure of it. I personally love pumpkin roll, but I know that that's been discussed here, so we won't go on, but I do love, you know, all desserts. So let's be real. I just want all the dessert on Thanksgiving day. Yep. For sure. So Thanksgiving is coming. We have actually been saying that we love that it's early this year because it makes for a longer holiday season for everyone, which who doesn't love that? Yep. But Thanksgiving is actually one of my favorite holidays. Is it? Yep. Um, I'm going to be with my immediate family, my mom and stepdad this year, and Lincoln and I haven't been um, to Thanksgiving with my family since he was born. My last Thanksgiving with my family was the year before I got pregnant. And so it's been a long time coming. So I'm super excited to get to celebrate with family. And that's actually why I love Thanksgiving because it's just such a family togetherness holiday without all the stress of Christmas. It's true. So it's my fave. Yeah, yeah. I so like we're, we're talking all things Thanksgiving today, right? Yeah, that and or Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving-ish or thank- thankfulness. thankfulness. Yes. Yeah, but before we get there, there's I stumbled across some interesting Thanksgiving facts. Ooh, lay them on me. Okay, first one. Did you know this? Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird instead of the eagle. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so glad somebody realized that that was not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. well, what a lame choice. The eagle <laughs> is so choice. stately. The turkey is so... Yeah. Bland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Outside the window, you'll see the turkeys run across the yard and they run until they get scared and then they fly four feet. Now, that's, we could do better than that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, you actually said that only the male turkeys gobble. You found that fact. I didn't know that, did yeah. you? No, I didn't know it until I stumbled across it. I mean, I guess somebody's got to make up for our, you know, particular humanity that it's the women who gobble a little bit. But, you know, the males are the ones that gobble. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Fun fact that you really need not know. But now you do. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I also didn't know that the first Thanksgiving lasted three days. Yeah, Can I think we should do that again. <laughs> by that third day, I mean, do any of your clothes fit? No. At that point? Do you not celebrate it for three days just by all the leftovers That's that true. you do? That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we should bring back a little longevity in the holiday of Thanksgiving. All right. Black Friday is on Thanksgiving weekend, right? I know. It's part of it's part of the fun to me. Yeah, it is. 
kind of. You don't do it. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But 174 million people did shop on Thanksgiving weekend last year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is definitely the kickoff of Thanksgiving shopping. I personally enjoy doing it. I mean, I, every year I do a little more online shopping, but I do love the hustle and bustle of the crowds of Black Friday. So I'm one of the crazies that likes yeah. to go out and be a part of the insanity. Um, this blew my mind, this next one. You're going to have to say it. <laughs> you always make me say the, the more challenging ones. Oh, it's so challenging. You can okay. do it. I believe in you. All right. Black Friday. <laughs> you would guess that the busiest career on Black Friday is in retail, but it is not. <laughs> the busiest day of the year for a plumber <gasps> is Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. I don't know what to do with it, but <laughs> I just, I have so many thoughts right now on this unnecessary fact that I feel like we got to just keep it clean and move on. But wow, that just jumped off the page of goodness gracious. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Pretty And funny. you're welcome for this grit and grace life, giving you that unnecessary information. But you know, maybe you'll think about that. This yeah, share it with your family. Please do. <laughs> right after everyone's laid out on all the food, you know. Um, and last but not least, did you know that chicken actually has more tryptophan than turkey? So when we're comatose on the couch after our Thanksgiving meal, it's not the turkey? Is that what you're saying? Because we eat chicken so many other days of the year? I mean, that makes no sense. So poor turkey getting a bad rep for having the tryptophan. And here's the deal. We all eat chicken four days out of the week. Yeah. I mean, poor turkeys. (laughs) Do you even like eating turkey? Um, only if it's in my sweet potato casserole. Yeah. I mean, the only turkey I actually enjoy on Thanksgiving is deep fried. Have you had deep fried turkey? I have. It is really good. Yeah. It Super is. dangerous though. I mean, you know, it's like, do you want to ask your family to do the deep fried turkey and risk their lives? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I do, but it's dangerous. It is. Anyway. Well, we wanted to be careful not to just talk about Thanksgiving. I will say last year we talked um, on our Thanksgiving week episode, we took a fun spin on Thanksgiving and how we feel obligated to go through our list of all the beautiful, obvious things we're thankful for, like our family and Jesus and world peace and whatever else we feel like we have to say when we're asked what we're thankful for. And so that was actually one of our most listened to episodes. I'll make sure we link that in the show notes because it was just a fun twist on being thankful. And we kind of wanted to approach this episode a little bit different too, and not make it all about Thanksgiving, but really peel it back to the purpose of this Thursday in November. Yeah. And being thankful is an important life thing. This Mm -hmm. is not just posting it this week on whatever social media you're posting on. It is a concept that we need to embrace all year long. So we thought we'd talk about that. Yeah, so you actually, in or all of your glory of researching for the show, you go, girl, you wrote the other synonyms that go with the word thankful, because you're right, thankful can just kind of get overused, especially this week of the year. And so sometimes we just need to hear another word for the concept we're trying to think of in order to kind of get you know, um, inspired Mm -hmm. to really understand what that concept should mean in our lives. And so some synonyms for thankful are grateful. Yeah. I think that's a rich one. Mm -hmm. It feels like it carries a lot of weight. It it does seem deeper than just thankful. It does. It does. Appreciative. Yeah. And I think sometimes we need almost like airspace to feel appreciative at a moment in time. You know, when something has happened 
not Thanksgiving week, but at any moment where we sit back and go, we really do appreciate that person, that thing, that opportunity. Yeah. I feel like appreciative definitely has that element of connection with someone else Mm -hmm. where maybe thankful or grateful could be more generic, but appreciative to me seems tied to another relationship. Yeah, it does. It does. This one is strong, indebted. Yeah, I think we sometimes don't think about that, where we may be thankful for something. And again, it goes back to us. We're thankful that we did have an opportunity or that someone helped us in a difficult situation. Or, you know, maybe we were in a tight spot financially and someone stepped in to help us out. It's not that these people necessarily would have done these things so we felt indebted to them. And yet there is part of that that we should feel not just thankful or grateful, but a little bit indebted, a little bit, I, you know what, I owe someone. Even if you don't want me to pay you back, um, I should do it to somebody else. Yeah, I've not made that connection before. I think that's really jumping out at me today. Content. Oh, yeah, I'm just ever so. Mm-hmm. I'm being... I mean, it's hard for an American to be content. Can I just admit that? Or maybe it's just me and I'm trying to Americanize it. I don't know. But Let's share the page. I, yeah. think, I think it's a struggle. And the truth is, is we are so blessed. We really, really are. Even when we're having terrible times, we are so fortunate and should be more content wherever we are. Yeah, that's something for me to really chew on a little bit more, especially this week when we get a little extra time to relax. You know, you you take a few days off usually around Thanksgiving and maybe just to take a moment and think of, wow, when I, you know, even when I'm praying for things that I want that I don't have, to just pause and remember the fact that we're meant to be content and that we have so much Mm -hmm. that we often go under appreciating. Absolutely. And the last one you put here for synonyms was relieved. And I think that's, again, something we don't think about as a product of being thankful. If there's something we're thankful for, it probably takes a little bit of pressure off or it may just make us feel a little more content in life. So, you know, bring some relief. I think it's a part of the whole concept of being thankful. I would be curious, as you're listening to these synonyms, what other words come to mind in your thoughts? What other words do you think of when you want to purposely pause and reflect on things that you're thankful for? We'd love for you to message us on social media or send us an email. Just let us know that you're listening and what words come to mind, because we do want to purposely take some time to reflect over this week on things that we are thankful for. And I know for me, word studies like this definitely help me think through those things. Yeah, me too. What are some things you are currently grateful, appreciative, indebted, content, or relieved about? <laughs> no pressure. Thesauruses? Yeah, exactly. The fact that Google lets me search all kinds of things, that's a good one. Um, I have gotten to the place where the simple things are probably, not that the big things I'm not thankful for, but the simple things that, you know, I, it sounds weird, but I wake up in the morning, I look out the window and I think I have been blessed with another day. Yeah. I have this opportunity ahead of me to do something today that may count, count for me, count for someone else. I'm just thankful that, you know, in the small things and the big things, I get one more opportunity. How about you, Julie Graham? Well, I was going to say 
pumpkin flavored things, but that just feels really pathetic right okay, now. Okay, that's a simple thing. But I'm still fresh off of being done with Whole30, and so I'm like still in that, what do I need to eat that I haven't been able to eat for a while, which is totally the opposite of the purpose of doing Whole30. <laughs> but you know what? I'm thankful for the richness of good food. Um, no, I mean, recently was the one-year anniversary of my husband's unexpected passing, and so I've just decided about myself that I like to commemorate these kinds of things at the local resort in our town. It's just so beautiful there. It's a perfect place to get away from everything else and be distracted. And so I invited several of my closest friends to just have a good time in order to kind of take our mind off of things, but also be in an environment where we could reminisce and think on the happy parts of celebrating his life. Mm, And I love that you have people who love you who wanted to be with you and not be with you to go, oh, I'm going to hold you, I'm going to love you, although that's part of it. Mm -hmm. But they can say, you know what? I'm going to go swimming with you. Yeah, we're going to go down the water slide (laughs) like toddlers and laugh our heads off. Yeah, that's great. That's that's something that we absolutely should be thankful for, and I'm so glad you have that. Yeah, thanks. All right. Okay, let's talk about the counterpart, pretend thankful. (laughs) Have you ever found yourself in that position, Julie, where... You got some really, really tacky gift from someone. (laughs) I'm not going to name names. Yes, I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) And you have to quick control your face, control your face, look really happy, show so much joy. How do I act like this is the best thing I've ever gotten in my entire life? Yeah, I've been there, done that, and probably given a few gifts like that in my day. Probably so. And you did well. My husband at one point with my youngest daughter, she got him some gift that he apparently did not want. He (laughs) said, I have no idea why you would give me this. (laughs) So I think pretend thankful is a gift to the giver. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, and I think... I think we, part of being a grit and grace woman is admitting that, you know, sometimes you do have to do things like that and just rolling with it. You just rolling with it. Yeah, absolutely. Completely. Absolutely. You know, you just talked about your challenging year and all of that, but often that we find ourselves in positions where we have to be thankful or expect to be thankful when it does not feel like there's anything mm-hmm. to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've definitely all experienced that and we're going to experience it again. So there's, I don't know, there's a Hallmark card you don't want to open. (laughs) (laughs) It would sell a lot, don't you think? If today's today's a good day, enjoy it because there's a crappy one coming. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Uh, But it's true. And it kind of goes back to that kind of even Americanism that even when we're given, you know, a bad circumstance or trial that we are required to walk through, being able to find the contentment in it is something that will strengthen us and that we'll be able to look back on in the future. The next time we have the next difficult thing that we can say, all right, this losing my job is hard. This, you know, wayward child is hard. But, you know, four months ago when, um, you know, something else significant happened, I can look back and see the fruit that it built in my life. And I can trust that something good will come from this bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as women of faith, as Christian women, we tend to think that God has commanded us to be thankful, that he demands that we are thankful. And that's really not true. What God does is he affords us the opportunity to be thankful in difficult circumstances, but he doesn't 
expect or make us do that. He wants us to do that. Yeah, I think he calls us to that. Um, the Psalms are often written of, you know, great is your faithfulness and, you know, my heart sings. But then there's a whole lot of honesty there, too, that he's willing um, and it's has made it free for us to express our pain and our sorrow and our unhappiness and our discontent while at the same time, like you said, affording us the opportunity to recognize the blessings even in the midst of those things. Yeah. And in the Psalms too, it talks about, I have enemies on this side and that side and another side, and I am feeling discouraged and defeated and yet great are you God. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, There's somebody who's probably listening today thinking, I don't like Thanksgiving because I don't feel thankful. I am dealing with the loss of a spouse, for example, or, um, you know, I'm lonely. I'm, I've been hurt by someone I love who was supposed to be there for me. Um, and we definitely don't want to minimize that. That's the last thing we would want to do, but we would want to call you to, um, just recall the things that even in the midst of this difficult challenge you might be facing are still ultimately able to bring you joy. Yeah. And I think too, we think that when we go to God or God's word, that we're only told things are going to be fine. Things are going to be okay. It's the, the what Bible are they reading? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the real life isn't recognized. And because of that, I, I have to quote this verse from Job that says, how frail is humanity, how short is life, how full of trouble. Mm. And then we are all adrift in the same boat. Too few days, too many troubles. That's mm. another version of it. So it's recognized, guys, that we, or girls, mm-hmm. um, that we do live in a difficult, challenging, hurting world. And yet we can have hope. And yet we can always have hope. So let's say you've had a tough year. Let's say you have had some challenging things. You know, what What? what do you do? Where do you start? Yeah, I definitely think it, it's a choice to sit and recall, like I said, bring to mind on purpose the good that has come even from the difficulty. Um, and maybe you need to sit down with somebody who you love and loves you and knows of the difficulty you've experienced and ask them to help you see that. There's no shame in that. Sometimes we need somebody who is a little bit removed and yet still close to our life who can help us see the good in the midst of the bad. Because sometimes we get too zoned in on the problem and we forget, like we're looking at the thorn, but we don't realize that just two inches outside of our plant, there are still other flowers growing. We're just focused on the thorn. Yeah. And if you feel like you can't see today's, look at yesterday's. Absolutely. Look at two years ago. Look at four years ago. Start finding things where life was good, knowing that it will be again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Julie, in doing some of my research, I found this article in Psychology Today. So is that like your homepage on your browser? <laughs> or I do. <laughs> yeah, you, I do reference it a lot. Don't I know. I? I love it. We need to reach out to them and let them know that we're like one of their number one supporters. We are. See if we they can get some, some good sponsorship. <laughs> Tell me what you found there today, please. All right. There were three things this particular article said that will help you be thankful, grateful when it doesn't feel like it. Mm. And the first one is start with little things. Mm -hmm. Start with the small things. Um, It could just be that this is going to be a great meal on Thanksgiving Day, so I'm going to consume every amazing calorie there. Heck yeah. Yeah. And they're not going to be crazy like I am and run a turkey trot in the morning just to really balance it out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I know. I'm crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Start with the little things. Then they said that you should get up and help someone. 
You know, it's, I hear that and I think, yeah, yeah. And then I go, you know what? There's nothing better Mm -hmm. than reaching into somebody else's life to go, I feel better about mine. It is so true. Yeah. At first you hear somebody say that and you're like, stop, just stop. Yeah. Leave me alone. This is about me. Leave me alone. But when you do make it about somebody else, it's a, it's a beautiful thing that happens every single time. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be, I go to the soup kitchen or, although those are wonderful things, you can do anything like that, but it doesn't even have to be that. It can be sitting down with crazy uncle Joe at Thanksgiving dinner and let crazy uncle Joe talk to you for 20 minutes because nobody else wants to, (laughs) you know? Something my in-laws always do. Um, they have a neighbor who doesn't have any family. And so we'll have our Thanksgiving dinner and they always box up whatever, you know, we had and bring him two or three plates of our Thanksgiving meal. And I've just always noticed that about them, that they make a point to pop over and visit him who spends the day alone and bring him a meal. And that's easy. I mean, we could all do that. Take some of our leftovers to somebody we know who is spending Thanksgiving alone, or at least not around as much family as we might be and just connect with them and make them feel included. Yep. Absolutely. And then I think this was a good one. Do one thing today that you're good at. Oh, okay. Well, first that requires that you maybe take a minute and think about things that you're good at. Hey, that could be number four for somebody who's really stuck in a rut. Yeah. Because sometimes we get so down that we just, we see our life as down, we see ourselves as down. And so maybe we need to just be reminded that we have things that we're good at and doing them will make us feel better. Absolutely. I think that's a great one. Mm, I like that. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yep. You know, Julie, I think thankfulness and um, our faith kind of go hand in hand. And I think that it's sometimes easier to be thankful because of our faith. And part of that is because our hope is not in today's trouble. Our hope is in the future. Our hope is that this world and its troubles are not everything. They're temporary. And that our future is very, very, very wonderful without tears, without heartache, without pain. Um, so the anchor of being able to be thankful in the most difficult circumstances has to do with the future, the hope of our faith. Yeah. So if you're in a season today where you are struggling, um, we just want you to know that we are thinking of you in that we'll, we will pray for you in that. Um, but to look to the God who loves you and made you and does say in his word riddled throughout that he gives us a hope and a future. First Thessalonians 5:18 actually says, "Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus." And sometimes that thankfulness really just comes from the fact that we do belong to God. And we maybe don't understand what he's doing right now in this season or why he's doing it, but because we know he's a good God, we can trust that it ultimately will turn out for our good. Absolutely. And I think that we often think that to be to deserve that to have his perfect will in our lives or to have his influence in our lives that we have to perform to please him mm-hmm. and that is anything but true that his love transcends absolutely everything that we could ever say do think or be he will love us faithfully and without pause and he wants us to enjoy this life that mm-hmm. he gave us I mean, yeah, I mean, our, our relationship with God is based not on our performance. In fact, that is the really good news of the gospel is that we get hope and a future because 
not of our performance, but because of Jesus's performance. And that right there is something to be happy about, something to be content in, something to be relieved about, something that we're ultimately indebted for, but brings us that lasting, true, deep hope. So that's something I want to be thankful for as I sit around with my family and my friends over Thanksgiving week, that I would um, pause and reflect on these very good things that I have, even in the midst of the things that are not so great in my life right now, to choose to think on the things that are life-giving and good. For sure. And, you know, one more Bible verse I'm throwing in today because it is Thanksgiving um, is what... I think God wants us to live, and it is in Ecclesiastes, which is very ironic to me because that is one of the most depressing books in the entire Bible. I'm just saying (laughs) it out loud. Yeah, which you've also quoted. Yeah, it is. I do quote them, but they are—they can be discouraging, and yet they're real. Hmm. But in the book of Ecclesiastes, it also says, "I know that there is nothing better for men than to be happy and do good as long as they live." So it's just kind of waking up and enjoying whatever day that you have and making the best of that day. Absolutely. So as you sit down to the highly caloric and tasty meal that we hope you will enjoy, (laughs) I would just encourage you to maybe strike up a conversation around the table. What is something that you're, and don't use the word thankful. What is something that you're grateful for? Use one of these synonyms to kind of get the conversation going, maybe in a deeper direction. I know for me, sometimes when I hear things that other people are thankful, I realize, yeah, I'm content because of that too, or I'm appreciative of that also in my life. So maybe before we jump into the mashed potatoes and gravy, if we make a point to talk through these things, we will find ourselves welling up with contentment this Thanksgiving. At least that's our hope and our prayer for you for this special week. Yeah. So enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, enjoy your food, (laughs) and you know, tell them you're thankful for them. Absolutely. Well, we can't end an episode without a quote because it would not be this grit and grace life without one. This one's by John Wooden. And he said, things turn out best for the people who make the best of the way things turn out. So happy Thanksgiving from all of us at the Grit and Grace Project. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project online magazine. Whether you're listening in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or streaming the show, be sure to take a couple moments to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss the next episode. You can also share the show with a friend you think might enjoy living a grit and grace life with us. Every week we share all the details on everything we discuss in the episode at thegritandgraceproject.org. We'll catch you on the next one.